Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kiwi and BP. I put the milkshake in, and I drink it up. Sean Connery. Uh, no, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh. Yeah. So close. Yep. Hello! Is it There Will Be Blood? Yeah, that's what it was. He's the oil guy in There Will Be Blood. And he was talking about how he can just... Stick a straw in somebody else's land and drink up the oil like a milkshake. I drink it up. Today we're going to be playing Pipeline, designed by Ryan Courtney, developed by Clay Ross and Tim Kaiser. The artist is Ian O'Toole of Every Game Ever, and it is published (laughs) in 2019 by Capstone Games. The description is, The refinement of oil has long been part of the government-controlled energy sector. Amassed with an incredible complex and inefficient system of refineries, the government has felt severe pressures of worldwide demand and the ever-increasing global standards for refinement. Unable to keep up with demand, the government has only one option, privatizing the oil industry. You seek to capitalize on this opportunity by starting a company in the oil business. You will focus on building an efficient, Network in your refinery, upgrading your operations to provide valuable benefits over your competitors, as well as managing the logistics of purchasing and selling refined oil to the various markets to earn the most money in the game. The mechanics are action drafting, commodity speculation, contracts, end game bonuses, market, network and route building, tile placement, turn order, claim action. And the... Mm -hmm. Yes. Do you have something on the mechanics? Nope. Nope. No, I'll talk about them later. Okay. Okay. Box art is a... uh, This would be watercolor. I was going to say, is this this a watercolor? I wasn't going to deny him the chance. I was going to ask him, but... Uh, So, yeah, it's definitely like a refinery, kind of a maybe sunset-ish. So, you can see like kind of all the lights. It looks like you're out on the water somewhere, like looking towards the refinery. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like orange. Yeah, it's definitely like sunset. Got the the phosphorescent bulbs with that, it's with very that yellow impressionists. glow. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot of what, if you fly around like in the Gulf of Mexico, you see mm. a lot of these like at night. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently I've never been there. But that's only the top half. The bottom half is... The bottom half looks like pipe dream. It does yeah. look like pipe dream. Oh, I don't know that game. <laughs> yeah. But it's got a bunch of what looks like might be pipes leading to big squares with circles in the middle. So would you pull it off the shelf? I don't know. The description doesn't really jump out at me. Uh, does suggest uh, engine builder to me, like the way the description is. So like maybe I'm a little bit interested there. I have heard good things about it. Uh, but I've also heard good things about lots of stuff that I didn't like. So... I don't think so. Okay. Just because the theme doesn't really jump out at me. The the art is nice, but I'm not sure. Like the the name and knowing that it's an oil refinery, I, I'm not. I don't know if I'm super keen on it. I probably am around the same realm. Okay. It, except when uh, you read off the mechanics, there was something about. Wait, well, you you made an ooh. Oh, yes. Commodity speculation. Yes. Uh, which reminds me of Raccoon Tycoon. Yeah. So I do love that. She loves playing the old stock market. <laughs> I as actually, long as real money is not involved. It's true. It's true. I was actually uh, talking about Raccoon Tycoon to uh, some colleagues uh, this week. And um, 
<laughs> Welcome to our Raccoon Tycoon fan cast. I, yes. Anyway, so, I mean, I guess that aspect I'd be kind of interested in. The whole idea, I agree with Kiwi, of like oil and oil refinery is not like my forte. But the box is actually very interesting looking. Um, I am unfamiliar with these people who designed it, but I'm... My my curiosity is piqued. It may not have been one I'd initially like have dove for, but I I'm kind of on the fence. So maybe yes. Yeah, the designer I haven't heard of, um, other than when people talk about pipeline. But you know, Tool is one of those artists where. Like Suzanne is always like, oh, and then the artist is Ian O'Toole. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> that's, that's one of her favorites. Uh, well, then I'm sold. I would pick it up. Okay. Eric? No. The box art, like, I like the top art, but it, the whole top and bottom half is kind of weird. Wait, so the boxes with circles in the middle don't sell you? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> but it's got to be like the logo because it's even up above. Yeah, but you usually don't make half your third of your box art your logo it's kind of weird i think it would have been fine it's just logo it, but anyway yeah the, I, I think if that were on a shelf i'd be like okay that's kind of weird um pipeline isn't super intriguing name the gameplay like mechanically kind of reminded me of power grid mm, which we okay. didn't love and then that description um makes me dislike this game already so it's already yeah. in a hole it's got to work its way out of oh. well, so, should have started with do you hate the environment <laughs> not just that but just the whole like creepy capitalistness of it yeah yeah how do how are we gonna play this is it going to be an engine builder um he keeps saying that so i guess so um but we, I, I, but i try as much as i can before i get to the rules to pretend like i haven't read the rules true <laughs> I mean, I keep getting power grids. So I'm guessing we're going to have like a network building has got to be like putting your pipes down, right? Yeah, for sure. So pipe mania for the network building and mm -hmm. tile placement. Yeah, because we're building our refinery and we're getting stuff to market. We've got to have some sort of option with the cards to drive uh, prices up and down for the speculation because we have privatized We only have one oil. product, right? It's oil. Yes. So maybe the different markets or different cities that we're building our pipelines out to. So like we can control the commodity mm -hmm. speculation is what city wants the oil the most. Because it does say getting it to various markets to right. earn the most money. So we want to be basically by the game description, what we want to be is um, we are basically trying to uh, channel our inner Rockefeller. Drive out all of our competitor, fulfill contracts and monopolize, yeah, the industry. And then you do a Scrooge McDuck dive into a vat of oil and swim around in it? Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, like, not like a boiling thing of oil. I don't really know how oil works. I don't either. So okay. the, the history of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, or not. Um, so, obviously, like, the first thing hearing about this, I thought about, like, all the controversies surrounding pipelines and oil in, of course, our modern era, because uh, we are now very much aware of the consequences of this. Um, but, like, two things really struck out to me when I dove, like, Scrooge McDuck into the history of it. You like that tie-in? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Um, obviously Rockefeller is going to be a big name and we'll come back to that whole thing because that was always a fun thing to bring up in lessons. 
um, scary, but fun and definitely part of, you know, U.S. history. But like the use of oil is like really much more ancient than that. And then it started reminding me, of course, of the tar pits in Los Angeles because they had those tar pits right Uh, down in the Los Angeles area. And so, I mean, obviously, with such a resource, it's been used for a variety of purposes. Obviously, it was much more in demand in the more modern times, right? Starting in the 19th century with the Industrial Revolution and machines, and then eventually by the early 20th century, being able to refine it um, enough to be able to use, of course, with the combustion engine and automobiles. Um, And then from there, right, has just... really taken off in demand uh, with vehicles. Um, and, and then, of course, are now trend towards finding vehicles that use very much less of it and alternative energy sources. But, I mean, really, back to ancient times, even Herodotus was writing about the use of oil. I mean, which totally makes sense if this thing was like very easily accessible to ancient civilizations, they found uses for it. Apparently, like one of the things I learned in researching part of this is that Baghdad, um, especially as it like rose to prominence during the Abbasid dynasties and kind of what we now dub like the medieval period. So 700, 800s and definitely by the 800s of the common era, uh, there was tar being used in the lining of streets and in the walls surrounding the city. So I find that kind of interesting Um, In thinking about the different uses that it had prior to what we think of, right, with automobiles is that it was used to pretty much help solidify uh, urban construction. And so uh, you basically have all kinds of people in the ancient pre-modern world using it for a variety of sources from China all the way to the Western Hemisphere, where, um, of course, the Native American tribes who lived up and around Western Pennsylvania were some of the first uh, discoveries of oil by uh, white settlers was also found. But before, obviously, white people got here, uh, natives were also uh, using it for various types of um, options, such as uh, ceremonial fires, which just sounds a little bit odd. And um, in some of their building, again, kind of using the tar aspects of it. Uh, By the mid 19th century, the refining process to make it a much um, a product that will be much easier to use in machinery with the rise of the Industrial Revolution. And then by the early 20th century for automobiles would lead, of course, to its right exploitation across the globe. Um, Obviously, we know even today some of the. Um, strong places, or I guess not strong places, but like places where it's definitely higher in count. But at the so at the end of the 19th century, the United States was actually one of the larger importers. It did um, uh, compete heavily with Russia at the same time. And there was, of course, by the late 19th century, lots of discussion about the various peoples who were kind of like this game. Um 
alludes to, uh, you know, getting into the oil industry to cap- capitalize very much uh, on the demand for it. And then, of course, Rockefeller would use all kinds of uh, variety of techniques, uh, not short of um, intimidation uh, to take over 90% of the U.S. Uh, oil production by uh, the early 1990 or 1890s, excuse me. Uh, so, again, high, high demand. Um, some of the early 20th century kind of fights for this resources include, of course, uh, in World War II, part of the reason that the Germans decided to go ahead and uh, make their attack into the Soviet Union was because of the oil fields around Baku in what is now modern uh, Azerbaijan uh, to right have access to those oil fields. It's also part of the reason the allies went in to, uh, secure the Mediterranean before trying to open up that second front in, uh, right. Northern France. So it's, uh, really fascinating to, to, I mean, it's fascinating, but also like on the like gruesome side of in the 20th century, how much, uh, warfare has been actually conducted around uh, access to oil, which puts a big damper on this game. And I wish I could end on a high note, except that let's try to find alternative sources. So the game lasts over three years, oh. uh, and that's years with uh, quotation marks. So each year is made up of a decreasing number of rounds. So we'll have eight rounds in the first year, six rounds in the second year, and then four rounds in the third year. Players will take a single turn during each round, and once their final round of year three is complete, the game ends. Players will get money from several sources, and the player with the most money is the winner. Uh, the first player is randomly chosen. Womp womp. Uh, so I thought of a couple uh, last to use an oil-based product. Oh, there's oil in everything. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, last to put gas in their car or last to visit a gas station. Uh, last to operate an oil derrick. I thought was a fun <laughs> one. Or uh, last to visit an oil platform like which out in the middle of the ocean. Which you have Which would totally be me because I have done that. Eric? Yeah. Have you operated an oil derrick? I filled up on... I can't remember when I went to a gas station. Thursday. <laughs> I think I went to the gas station around three weeks ago. Uh, all right. So, I, but it's not, actually Saturday was the last time I filled up because I'm going to need gas here soon. Uh, so, all right. BP gets to go first. Mm. Okay. So, uh, a player's turn consists of two phases, the work phase and the machine phase. So, during the work phase, you place your worker on any action space in the center cross, a government pipe tile, or your own pipe network to perform the corresponding action. Uh, if you go to the center cross in the middle of the table, uh, so you can and you can do the same action as the last round. So you could keep doing the same thing over and over and over mm. again if you want, uh, because the action spots are not blocked. We only have a single worker, mm. and so we're only using it to denote what we have done in the last round. But it okay. doesn't affect you going into future rounds. Uh, if you go to one of the center cross uh, action spaces. There's two on each portions of the cross. So there's kind of like four sections of actions. So you're going to select one of those actions and then you can pay $10 to do the other action as well. So you have the potential for two if you go to the center cross. 
So in the center cross, the actions are uh, refined market. So it lets you buy or sell refined oils. The crude market lets you buy or sell crude oil. Contracts are loans. So you can take a contract from each row on the board and set them as an active or defer them to the next year. You can also take a loan, which gives you a penalty, but obviously gives you money. Uh, and then if you go to that space, you may change your turn order. Uh, the tanks and pipes, you can purchase tanks, which let you store oil and or pipes, which go into your network, which help you refine oil to higher grades. You can also change your turn order. The machine and pipes is very similar to tanks and pipes, except you do machines, which operate during the machine phase. You can get upgrades, which you'll you can buy up to two. You'll put them face down so you can only purchase face up ones. Uh, and then you can also uh, flip an additional one over so that somebody else can't get it. Uh, you can go to the co the government pipe tile, which lets you pick one of the uh, open quadrants in the middle of the board and uh, place your worker on a tile in that quadrant. You must purchase that tile, and then you can purchase any of the orthogonally adjacent tiles. Look at so you. I got that in for this podcast. And then finally, you can go to your personal pipe network. So you put your worker on any pipe in your network not being run by a, sh a machine, so it's not connected to a machine. Uh, and you, then you can refine one of your oil barrels to a higher level for each pipeline matching the oil barrel color that passes through that tile. And the level of refinement is based on the length of the pipeline. So the further the pipeline, the higher you can refine your oils. During the machine phase, a player may pay $15 to activate any number of machines in their pipe network. And each pipe coming out of a machine can refine a single barrel of oil of the matching color. Uh, contracts and orders can be fulfilled at any time during a player's mm -hmm. turn, regardless of the phase. And the contracts must be active and can be filled partially throughout the current year. An huh. order must be filled completely all at once. So like on round one, you could partially fill a contract, fill it a little bit more on three and then finish it on seven. If you want to do an order, you have to do it all in that same round. At the end of the first and second year, we're going to refresh all the contracts. We're going to refill the crude and refined uh, markets. And then uh, the tank and machine shops will also be refilled. Finally, we'll uh, turn all the upgrades that are face down. We'll flip them over to be face up again. At the end of the third year, the game ends. Players will discard any incomplete contracts and take a penalty marker for each. They will receive money for all remaining oil barrels. Each pipeline in a player's network will earn money based on the level of oil it can refine. Players lose money based on their number of penalty tokens they have. And it's kind of one of those like, you know, one is a buck, two is three bucks, three is seven bucks. So it goes up in sort of an exponential manner. Uh, and then all the players then add their total cash and the winner is the one with the most money. Any ties are broken by whoever is furthest ahead on the turn tracker. So let's play. We just finished a game of Pipeline. To recap, Debtor Eric uh, had <laughs> 70, 70 points after losing 140 to loans. I mean, the, on the positive, not going to end up in debtor's prison. Yeah. We're in the positive. Uh, BP ended up with 193 crude points. And Kiwi was the oil baron with 199 refined points. Barely beating BP. Barely. Hey, winning's winning. Uh, your winning strategy, Kiwi. 
Uh, I tried to get one of my pipelines to be able to upgrade as quickly as possible. And then I just took contracts that I could fulfill with that particular. So I just did silver pipe or silver oil and just tried to upgrade and do those contracts. And then I tried very hard not to need a loan. Yeah. Well, one loan's not bad. It's, um, when you get up to four loans. Well, one of those was... So here's what happened to me. I bought a machine because it sounded cool at the first turn. And then at the end of the third first turn, I thought... I actually said, um, I think I just fucked myself for this whole three-hour game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which was accurate. It was only two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, I also took a contract because I didn't understand how those worked. And I thought, I'm going to try to play the game. That was also a mistake. So yeah, there, there we go. I had a machine. Yeah. I mean, well, I kind did of have did, a strategy. I, I wanted to also have uh, options with my oil. So I tried to get all of the colors just to have options when I felt like I could fulfill any orders or contracts. I learned from Eric's mistakes and I did not take contracts until I felt I could be close to fulfilling them. And yeah, so I probably, uh, Kiwi and I had similar strategies trying to get our pipelines up to get our oil moving. But um, when I was ready to fulfill contracts, I did not have the right options. Yeah. So I I feel like that's just kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, I feel like you had the best like pipeline layout because you had a really good tile that you could upgrade all of your stuff, at least one. And mm-hmm. I think if you had... If we had understood that more, I think you could have built it up a little bit more. Yeah, and been let able me to uh, like... foreshadow the player interaction. I'm going to zoom out and go look at BP's pipeline for the first time. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tape uh, theme. Did everybody feel like they were running a pipeline? No, I had to ask you, do I have enough to do anything? I felt like it was just a bunch of mechanics and I was just playing a bunch of different mechanics. I yeah. didn't feel like a... Maybe mine is the closest because I had a machine. I don't know if pipelines have machines, but at least like looking at yours, you just have a mess of random pipes. They don't even like right. lead from anywhere. We we talked about pipe dream before. I think mine is closer to pipe dream. Um, I mean, I guess you're kind of refining something, but that could really be anything. And, you could be making jam. And like and like we said, oil and refined like level one oil, mm-hmm. but in the like. Well, that's just because we didn't really have when a better word When it goes to theme, it, it was like, oh, I need a white and a blue. Right. Yeah, we were calling them the colors. And, and I want to go up a level. I wasn't. Yeah, we didn't say refined. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Table presence, though. That Overwhelming is the word. It's the word. Um, not attractive. No. Uh, it does have the, the art from the box, which, again, the art was kind of attractive, but... This thing is so freaking busy. Like but it, it has the art on the box in like a quarter of the thing. And then it just has a bunch of busy stuff on top of it, which actually makes it look more busy because yeah, there's just more colors now. And then like they could have done something like the art could have been under the centerpiece. And as you like remove pipes, it mm-hmm. reveals more art just to give that. Oh, that's where it could have had some interesting. Oh, color. yeah. I, don't know. I think it's just interesting is, is we didn't even do the upgrades. There was a whole up, there was a whole upgrade thing. That Is that this whole done. cards on the right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I looked at those and I thought I should ask what those were, and I thought, nah. Yeah, I didn't even bother. Yeah, we had so much trouble just getting going. Yeah, and then just from a design standpoint, it's all over. Like you're, it's a worker placement, and I couldn't even figure out where to put the workers. 
think Huey had us like put him in different spots each time for the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for the first round, yeah. It's not even clear. And then there's like the worker spots aren't even like refined three is here and the market's down here. And I think that kind of goes into mechanics and then kind of the next section where it's like I I didn't feel like the mechanics I felt like I was playing several different games. Like I felt like there was yeah. a little bit of worker placement. There was, but that was like a weird. And then, cause like, you know, worker placement we've talked about in the past. I, I didn't feel. It's I did, not I did, worker placement. Yeah, exactly. Because there was no, like you couldn't block people. It's action it wasn't selection. like a, they just yeah, give you a worker selection. to make you feel like it's worker placement, I guess. Yeah. It'd, it'd be one thing if it was like, okay, you can't do the same action multiple right. times in a row. Um, yeah. But no, there was one time yeah. I did pipeline thing like three times in a row. Just the same exact thing. Didn't even move my maple. But like Wingspan has the same concept. Like I could I could do the same action over and over again yeah. in Wingspan. The difference is, is like I'm actually building an engine in yes. Wingspan. Whereas in this, like I couldn't like cascade down a row of birds like right. I could in Wingspan and get different, you know, powers that those birds had. It's like I got to do one thing. So I think my problem was like uh, when Kiwi said engine builder, I saw an engine and I bought it. And your engine lost you the game. It kind of I had the most engine builder thing, though, because like I was building my pipelines on the thing. Right. So like yeah. mm-hmm. I was building like by the end of it, I could actually produce a lot. It's just I had to go into massive debt to get there. But it like I, that actually was I kind of like the engine and building off of it more than what you guys were doing. So I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad I played the game that I played, but it just wasn't. The game that I was supposed to play, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, it, anything else on mechanics? There were a ton of them. Um, yeah. There really wasn't much speculation. You sort of just sold no. what you had, right? I, I feel like the speculation was more in like, okay, when Get do I? Fast. Yeah. When do I think someone's going to purchase? Do I yeah. want to purchase before them? When do I think someone's going to sell? Do I need to sell before or after them? No. Yeah, but you always just wanted like, to go as soon as possible, so. Yeah, and I, and I felt like the way we were playing is it was just like we were all playing separate games. Yeah, we need we needed money, so people just sold when they needed money, and they weren't really worried about other yeah. people. It wasn't like Raccoon Tycoon where you'd be like, okay, I think they're gonna raise oh, this yeah. one. Let me yeah. hold on it. It was just sort of, oh, I need money, I gotta sell, or I better sell now because it's never gonna get better. It just gets worse, right? Yeah. Yep. As you yep. sell more, so that wasn't really a thing. And then network and route building kind of a stretch you're just putting pipes together i mean yeah you're just... your example with engine building is I, I feel like you had the best with the route building because you actually had like a node that stuff was coming out of yeah and i actually tried to think if i connect this one here i'm trying to connect like use a piece that would do both of my orange line coming out of it and my silver line coming out of it so rules um <laughs> how was it learning the game awful like it's huge learning curve i almost actually looked up to see what the complexity of this was like so i actually kind of listened to the rules and i pulled them up as well for my first round since i was supposed to go first and omg like seriously i felt bad for kiwi because i was like i feel like he did a whole separate run through of the rules once we launched the game 3.87, 3.87, so I think it's one of the more, more complex games that we've played. We did his normal description, and then when we launched the game, he had to explain everything again, and then when we took our turns, yeah. he had to explain them again to each of us as we took our turns for, like, the first right. three rounds. So Right. Yeah, it was... Yeah, it was, um, the first year almost was just learning yeah, the game. That's um, It's a beast. Yeah. Kiwi. What about the rule book? 
Uh, the rulebook's not bad. Um, it's laid out okay. I did go back into it a couple times just to like make sure that I knew, like try to make sure that confirm like different things because there was some stuff that was just like, uh, like the refreshing. So mm-hmm. you only refresh at the end of the year. So you slowly like pick away at all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas like normally a game would be like, oh, if you do these tiles, like replace them. So I had to check on that and just make sure that that was correct. And I'm not even sure that we played it correctly because it just it still doesn't make sense to me that it <laughs> oh, wouldn't get refreshed. That's not good. Uh, it, like that's not in the rule book that I can find at all. The only thing about refreshing is what to refresh at the end of the year. Okay. So, but honestly, I don't know if I'm... I'll leave it till later, but <laughs> no, I'll just say now I'm not sure I'm even going to bother to look up to see uh, if I did it right. No, you're not. Yeah. Like who cares at this point? Oh, yeah. sorry. That's foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, Eric, player interaction that you foreshadowed earlier. <laughs> speaking of foreshadowing. Speaking um, of. No. Yeah. Like I didn't even know what game you were playing over there. Um, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I was working on other stuff. And when I came back, I was like, <laughs> oh man, they both went to the crude market. Guess I'm still going to go to the crude market because I need oil. Like there was no like. Nothing you did, it may have made me cost more money for things, but like I still had to do the thing I wanted to do. So it really didn't matter. It's just along those lines, I ran up and down the stairs a lot while everyone was playing. But I did would say player interaction for me is that I learned a lot from you because I learned (laughs) what not to do. I'm just going to throw that one out there. But otherwise, no, we were all playing individual games. Well, I didn't think... You gave me like a few options to do on my first turn. I didn't think one of them would be massively detrimental to me for the whole game. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that shit? I tried to do something different. I should have just just copied what Kiwi did. Yeah, I feel like the strategy (laughs) should be like, go to a government spot early, Mm -hmm. get... Because you could pay 20 bucks, that's half your money, to get three, you know, yep. try to get tiles that could get you mm-hmm. a refinement of one of the colors, and then go to the crude market mm-hmm. and get buy just that color. Alternatively, you could ref- do the opposite. Refine it a bunch. Like, because you could go crude first to get the cheapest prices, and then go to your pipelines, or you could go pipelines to get the pipelines you want, and then go to the crude Yeah, market. I think it, yeah, it depends on uh, what people do in front of you, and then just pump like refine that as much as you possibly can and then sell it and then do it all over again but now with more stuff because you have more money so then that's my thing it's like why give me a bunch of different options if really one or two of them is the correct one um yeah anyway that is not really planner action i just um yep yeah well i was gonna say that like usually for this section like my level of player interaction is different than you guys's because Mm -hmm. i'm like Mm -hmm. playing the game and even though i was like counting up sex segments for BP to make sure she was able to do like her stuff. And like my interaction came with like helping other people, not from like, Oh, I'm going to change the way I play because (laughs) I think that's you have to look at like, does knowing, Oh, you're paying attention to the whole player state, I guess. But is that impacting you at all? Is really the question. No, it wasn't. Because if you didn't need to do that, you wouldn't. And that's where BP. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Would you uh, play it again? BP? Nope. I already filled it in on the uh, page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, it was, I was really afraid we were not going to make it through. Like, there are a few games where we are just, both Eric and I are so lost at the beginning. Like, uh, we're used to me being lost at the beginning because whatever. But, like, just getting into it was just like, are you kidding me? And it's, 
it's one of those ones where I feel like by the time you like really were figuring it out and building stuff up, like the game's over and it's I don't know. No, there's no reason to go back to this. Yeah. For me anyway. Um, yeah, same. I mean, we've if it's a very complex game, you're probably not going to get all the first time. But I hope by the end of it, you're like, I kind of figured it out. Now I want to play it again and try again to do better. But like, um, I mean, one, I had a terraforming Mars experience where I realized <laughs> round one, I had made an irredeemable mistake uh, and that I was going to sit through the game and lose, uh, which is just fucking terrible. And so that alone makes me not want to play a game again. Um, and then. uh yeah, just beyond that, like even by the end of it, I was like, OK, I get it now. I don't want to do this again. This was just tedious. Mm -hmm. Like it, it wasn't like a game where it's like, OK, it took me half the game to figure out. But now I got it. And now I want to play it again and do it. Do better the next time. It was just long and tedious. And uh, uh, Kiwi, how did you feel about it? Uh, so this is one of the few games that I have played where I thought why don't we just pack it up and be done with it? I was going to wow. ask pretty early on if there was a surrender rule. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't really particularly care. For, I, I think I understand why people like it in the same way that people like Power Grid. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like Power Grid way more than I like this. Oh, yeah. No, I yes, yeah. I agree. The art is better, at least in that. But there's other games that we've played where it's like, OK, I understand why people like right. this, but I never want to play it again. This uh, is just so Euro. This is for those. We like some analytics. Euro games. We like, yeah, we like Euro games. games. Yeah. This is not one of them. But like, you know, we, we do the redemption episode at the end. And, you know, I was willing to get at the end of the year, I was willing to give Great Western Trail another try. Right. And we played it again. I was like, okay, I didn't particularly care for it. Right. Uh, and this one, I was just like, I don't even want to think about it again. <laughs> it, like, because at yeah. least with at least with Skull, we were just like, it was so well, quick. Yeah. We were just like, ah, right, we'll we'll play it again. Yeah. Right. This one was so like, I don't even want to give it you know, another chance. Another one that I was pretty low on our list of the games that we played was Space Base, and that was another one where like mm. I had a bad I, I, I had a bad even. start of that one. And I, so, again, I knew 10, 15 minutes into the game that I was out of it and I had to play through the whole. I, I hate games that make you do that. Like, at least at least with like player and elimination, I know I'm out and I can go do something else. But I hate having to, like, pretend like I'm still playing a game when I know I'm not in it. Well, and at least with Space Base, like the 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 premise behind it is. Yeah, that is true. Nicer than this. Like who who wants to There's no loot so, the you got atmosphere. these design this design of a game <laughs> and you had no theme on it. And you could pretty much put any theme on this and you thought oil baron. Oil. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who made that decision? Yeah, some of yeah. some of the worst people in 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 history. Yeah. All right. Uh so that was pipeline. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, just send them our way. Email is firstturntabletop at the Gmail and Twitter and Instagram. We're at firstturncast and our podcasting camel. Uh, you know what? He is just he's just chilling today because he he's he's looking for some some positivity in life uh maybe he goes crest the hill and looks at all the windmills or the uh solar panels oh okay yeah alternative. alternative energy and he says please don't forget to rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers we look forward to hearing from you 
play more games. Well, so it's an oil game. Yep. So I want oil. Sure. So how do I get oil? Ah, <laughs> uh, so you can, you can. Has anybody fulfilled any contracts yet? Oh, no. 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 Failed miserably on mine. Uh, it's only going to give you 10 bucks, so it's act- you actually lose 5 bucks because you'd have to run your machine. Yeah, that checks out. Which is why I didn't bother to bring it up. <laughs>